Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Talkers, thanks for hanging out with Lori and Julia at this happy hour on Tuesday. We're looking forward to what's coming up here. We've got Study of Duh, which is always fun. And we've got a lot of fun sound bites from Lady Gaga and her experience with the House of Gucci. The House of Gucci. So the New York City premiere of the House of Gucci is happening tonight. I'm dying. Lady Gaga taped um, Stephen Colbert. I don't know if she's going to be a surprised guest because uh, what they have on, you know, for who's coming up, Adam Driver is the only one. But she's been the most visible for yeah, House she of has. Gucci. She's yes. definitely been been uh, the Ridley Scott talent that's out front. And that is because, you know, she's expected to be nominated and possibly best actress contender for the House of Gucci because this is... The word is tour de force, okay? Michael Strahan sat down with her for a long interview that's going to air tonight on Nightline. We got a sneak peek of it on GMA um, talking about, well, let's talk about the House of Gucci role. Lady Gaga is stunning audiences once again. They had it all. Wealth, style, power. Who wouldn't give her that? In the highly anticipated House of Gucci, starring as Patrizia Reggiani. I subscribe to unconventional punishments. The then heiress to the fashion empire. At least it's my name on the mugs, not yours. Our name, sweetie. The movie's not even out yet, but you're getting Best Actress Oscar buzz. So how does that feel? It's wonderful to be in the Oscars conversation. And also, by nature, I'm more competitive with myself than I am with other people. But I feel really blessed and very honored to be in this movie. The electric love story between Maurizio Gucci and Patrizia quickly turned into a tale of jealousy, revenge, and even murder. There was a lot that was in the media that was sensationalized about how she was this gold digger and about how she killed for greed and money. I believe it was love, and I believe it was survival. I saw what you said, this is not an imitation, it's a becoming. Yeah. I spent six months working on her accent. Father, son, and house of Gucci. I spent a lot of time talking this way, just as Stephanie, myself. Then I did all the research on who she was as a person, but I, I didn't want to meet her because I could tell very quickly that this woman wanted to be glorified for this murder, and she wanted to be remembered as this criminal. So you've never met her? No, I didn't want to collude with something that I don't believe in. She did have her husband murdered. This proud Italian-American hopes her role makes her family and Italians proud. 
It's time to take out the trash. Ardo and Paolo, they're poison. They're an embarrassment to this company, and everybody knows it. I was just in Milan the other day doing a television show, and when he told me that he was so impressed with my accent and that Italian people were impressed with my accent, I, I couldn't think of a higher honor. Lady Gaga is an unstoppable force and has had quite a year, starting with her performing at President Biden's inauguration. So we're good. So, so she said that. So people are loving this accent, Lori. Right, but here is um, yeah. This and is I, contrary I to what we've been kind of hearing. Well, Julia, first of all, she is actively going to be campaigning for an Oscar when this movie opens on Thanksgiving Day. Kristen Stewart is already in there for contend contending for Spencer, and right. she's she's been out there at everything. But what is interesting to me. And maybe this lady is in trouble, but the dialogue coach that Ridley Scott hired for the House of Gucci um, gave an interview to the Daily Beast, and she was asked about Lady Gaga's accent. And there's all this to do about the accent, but this is what the dialogue coach says. Who who trained her? She, I don't know that she trained her. Lady Gaga was already in an accent, and she tried to help her. She really worked with Selma Hayek. Got it. Okay. Because Selma Hayek, you know, has her accented Spanish. Spanish, right. She was trying to sound, but she said, I feel bad saying this, but her accent is not exactly Italian. It sounds more Russian. Oh. (laughs) And then she went on to say, um... She said, when you see the trailer, you will notice all the different accents. Al Pacino's is more New York Italian. Adam Driver barely has any any accent at all. Lady Gaga is more Eastern European. And Salma Hayek, I think uh, she is supposed to be like from Southern Italy. You know, maybe a Calabrian right. accent or something. Calabria. But this is the dialogue coach. That- that would be that she might not be coming to the premiere tonight. No, what <laughs> I, I did so. find because I was, you know, I did find what she said. I don't want to meet this woman. She wanted to be yeah. glorified. Yeah. I do not glorify. She ordered a hit and murdered mm. her husband. Yeah. She, so I thought, I I am very. So we're going to the premiere, Grant, on Thursday night. Yeah, nice. So and for, I'm curious for best actress. Oscar, I mean, the contenders so far are three biopics, if you will. Aretha, played by Jennifer Hudson, because she, that's a tour de force. Kristen Stewart, Diana, and Lady Gaga as this. And apparently there's talk about Frances McDormand and the tragedy of Macbeth, but we cannot let that stand. No, because we We had enough. We had Frances last year. Last year, we couldn't handle her. No. She tried with fashions. We need someone who will step up their fashion plate. Yeah. And maybe, and Penelope Cruz is supposed to be amazing in this movie, Parallel Mothers. And then also Olivia Coleman. Who's in Maggie Gyllenhaal's The Lost Daughter? But anyways, it's interesting oh that, that the three biopics and Nicole Kidman is also, I think, uh, out there because she is showing up at to absolutely everything. And remember, what is she out there for? The Ricardo being the Ricardos that oh. comes out December tenth. That oh, will that's be Oscar a movie. I keep thinking that, that's a limited series. No, that is a movie, Julia, oh, and my it, gosh. that is. And she was at the In Style Awards, and she's. Uh, when people show up to everything, that is one sign. Same with Kristen Stewart. She's shown up at every single 
event wearing Chanel. But uh, at the Incel Awards, we posted the photos. I mean, it was just like everybody was at this thing. Reese Witherspoon, Kate Hudson, Nicole, Rachel Zoe, Ava DuVernay, you know, Elle Fanning wearing like a cuff bracelet around her B cup. Oh, boobs. For crying out loud, I well, you it. can do that. You can wear yeah. a big bracelet when you get the little, maybe tiny AB cups, you know? You just need a little metal covering. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool looking, but anyway. We... It looked like a link from a gold chain Fame, necklace. Yeah. It looked like a link. You know, okay, so that's happening. I just, you know, I just was curious because I'm sitting here on Rotten Tomatoes right mm-hmm. now and I'm looking up all these. Gucci, there's nothing in yet. No, that's it has It's premiering mm-hmm. tonight. So we'll see. Can they even put their... No, we won't see any like anything out on that till probably, you know, the the week, week of, of the Thanksgiving or something. There'll be an embargo on it. Yeah, but we were. But I mean, I don't care about the accents or whatever. If the I movie don't is I want good, the movie to be good. Yeah, who yeah. cares? You know. So that's a lot of strong female, you know, roles that we're seeing out there. I think. All right. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up because you and I are really. We only have I think one episode left of the morning show mm-hmm. on Apple Plus TV. Is that right? There's only one left, Lori? I think there's only one left. Yes, that's right. And so the critics really didn't like it. They're giving it a 64, but the audience is giving it an 85. It's so good. It is so good. Mm-hmm. It has gotten better, though. I think it started out weak and boring. It did. You didn't, we didn't rush. It was setting up the story. Yeah, we didn't rush to see no, it. No, we but it is Now got, we're rushing. I think Jennifer Aniston... She's amazing in it. She's amazing in it. She's amazing, and I would have to say that, you know, Julianne Margulies is very good in her role. I mean, they're all good in it. And it's so HD. Boy, it is so HD. You can see every line on everybody's face. It's kind of amazing to me, seeing Julianne Margulies. I feel like she looks a lot older than she is in this H. I mean, have you noticed that at all? I think she looks so much older than those two. And I feel like she's... Kind of right in the middle of those two's age. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I guess I wasn't like I was just, fine. Well, it was I wasn't hard not fine to tuning in on it anybody's It was hard wrinkles. not to because there were so many close-ups. Mm. You yeah. weren't fine-tuning. No, I wasn't. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering if Mark Marin has sued us yet. Sued you guys? Yeah, sued the station. Sued <laughs> WTF? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> has anyone heard from no, Mark? I, I have not heard that yet. Yeah. I don't think that he's trademarked. Oh, that. sure it is. That's the name of his podcast. Well, it doesn't matter. I, I'm just saying. I'm um, just this, saying. This is. I'm just letting legal know that someday, you know, that could. Ha- I'm just saying that could happen. Just, right. Um, does that mean every out. time I text WTF, I could get sued? No, no, no. I'm just, you know, that's all. I was just wondering if anyone had any hot goss around here about that. All I know is my kids saw the billboards. Mom, why aren't you on it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, honey, I know. All right, I listen. Know. We'll be right back. It's time for the dirt alert. Is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Dirt Alert. Let's talk about what's happening over at W Magazine. Sources at page six say that W Magazine are trying to pull Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner off the cover oh. after the Astro World Festival tragedy. Ten people have died mm-hmm. as a result of that, more than 300 being injured. And apparently, uh, the Scott Jenner cover was going to feature a big interview with both of them in this. Uh, it was shot and printed before the Astro World concert. Oh, yeah. Hasn't been shipped yet, but they're scrambling to recall the magazine before it hits store shelves. So it's printed and it's ready to go to press. Someone 
one's going to oh. get their hands on it, and the stuff they talk about is going to sound so terrible. Well, oh, yeah. it was all in, in the bag before this happened. Yeah. Right. So W editors, you know, have cleared any planned coverage of Travis and Kylie, excuse me, from their website. But the print magazine was already made. And now they're trying to stop delivery trucks from putting those magazines on shelves. Because that's, of course, was done six weeks ago or something. Oh, what a drag. Right. Because they probably thought it was such a big get to get those two together. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Under normal circumstances, it would have been an absolute get. And who knows what? He what they talked about in there that's going to sound cruel or callous, right? Now, oh my that gosh. this has happened, yeah. Like yeah. maybe they even ask him about the ragers at his show. Oh my gosh, because he's known for that. The panic of the magazine people, no, the panic of his people, right? Yeah, the panic of his people, yeah, because you know, post Astro World Festival. Uh, among other things, Nike has postponed its sneaker collaboration with Travis Scott. You know, lawsuits are happening. Um, we're, there's already been 100 lawsuits filed since this concert less than two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if W Magazine will have any luck in getting those print issues off of stands. They might just, you know. Yeah, this is, yeah, for his team really wants this and the record label. and Yeah, I, I suppose at the very least they're like, okay, well, this is the print edition. How many people are going to be seeking out the print edition? But, you know, then people would just be like translating the print edition onto yeah. the Internet. So yeah. they're trying to mitigate uh, any any damage as a result of that. Erica Jane and Tom Girardi slashed the price of their Pasadena mansion for $13 million to $8.2 million. And they had already slashed it, I think. No. They're that, having a hard time. I so, never liked that house. It's a silly house. It's so... Well, first of all, it's in Pasadena and it's right. not even in a yard. It's right. got a big gravel front yard. I mean, if you're going to live all the way in Pasadena, then you want a damn yard. You want an estate. <laughs> well, right. You want a house that looks like, you know, the house, another Pasadena house people may be familiar with, the father of the bride yes, house. Yes, that's what I think of Pasadena, like a neighborhood like that. They had such a cold house. Yeah. It's four bedrooms, 10,000 square feet. And uh, it's now $8.2 million. Mm, all right. What a bargain. Yeah. What a bargain. Uh, I know. I know. Well, this is like, tri- this is Jeopardy adjacent news. LeVar Burton <laughs> got a job and he's hosting Trivial, Trivial Pursuit, the game show. Oh, are you kidding me? No, I'm are not. Are people going to be sitting in a giant wheel with the different colors? Things to go in. Yeah, they're going to get a giant uh, triangle wedge to put triangle in their circle. Wedge to put in each to fill up the circle. Yeah, well, this is actually going to be happening. LeVar Burton was the fan favorite to host Jeopardy, didn't get the gig, but now he has another gig and he's going to host. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Reveal Pursuit. We don't know what network this is going to be on. And, uh, you know, they're very excited over there uh, producing Trivial Pursuit. It, it, for some of us, that game brings up a lot of positive memories. I think it's, I've never seen it. Have we ever seen a Trivial Pursuit TV show? I don't think so. I don't think so. I kind of like it. All right, great. So somebody's going to pick it up. We don't know who. We yet. don't know who. So good on LeVar Burton's got a gig today. Uh, and another Jeopardy adjacent story. Maya Bialik shares that cast members from the 90s sitcom Blossom are going to reunite. Whoa! Whoa! Yes, this is going to be on the second season of Maya Bialik's sitcom Call Me Cat that airs on Fox. And she shared the news, of course, naturally wearing a big floppy hat with a sunflower on it. Of course. <laughs> of you course. know who else is on that? Our little uh, nugget. Uh, Leslie Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The show popular enough to get a second season. Uh, Joey Lawrence, Jennifer Oy, and uh, are going to be appearing on this sitcom and the second season premiere. So, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, let's talk about Eliza Dushku. We're going to take a turn into some serious things. So she shared her experience of facing sexual harassment on the set of CBS's Bowl in front of the House Judiciary Committee today. Mm. So she was speaking about being fired from Bowl and forced to sign a non-disclosure agreement. That's right. Yeah. So this happened back in 2016. She had a reoccurring role in season one of Bowl. Is it Michael Weatherly who's the big A on that? Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So she thought that her recurring role on season one of Bull was meant to become a regular role. But she alleges that she was fired from the show after Michael Weatherly was accused of sexually harassing her. Now, she received a nine point five million dollar settlement with CBS and uh, that was reported back in 2018. So she's out there talking about it and those non-disclosure agreements, which are just Horrific. Yeah, they really are. Okay, we did something horrible to you. Well, here, right. shut up and go away and don't ever tell anybody because we are going to keep doing it and keep paying people money and keep having them sign NDAs instead of changing how the company is working. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> you know, there's a um, Victoria's Secret podcast about the history of Victoria's Secret, and it's really fascinating oh, because they Wexler. talk. Yes, Les Wexner. Wexner, yeah. 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 And uh, this podcast, you know, it goes into talking about all of these ties with him. But then there are uh, employees at Victoria's Secret who had to sign non-disclosure agreements. I mean, it, it just these things are weaponized. And, yeah, you know, they really are. Yeah. We, was Wexner the one that Jeffrey Epstein yes, was yes. so influential? Yes. Hundreds of millions of yeah. dollars Jeffrey Epstein got out of him. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that podcast is called Fallen Angel. It's pretty good. It's kind of coming out with weekly episodes. And if you want to familiarize yourself with the okay. history of Victoria's Secret, yeah. you know, the lengths that uh, the models, the things that they had to do in order to meet the image that was being uh, pushed out there by the company yeah jeffrey epstein's relationship with les wexner mm-hmm. you know there's so many threads and they can't really get as deep as you would probably want them to but at least you're like you know thanks yeah. for trying we really appreciate that because Ghislaine maxwell the jury selection is started happening yeah it's happening this week so we're gonna be probably hearing a lot more you guys about think that she thing. has a chance well it's interesting that prince andrew um just got a two million dollar loan paid off for a little palace access some oh. You know, somebody paid off some of his debt. 
Oh, well, that's interesting. Isn't that convenient? Isn't that convenient? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on the Ghislaine Maxwell thing. Jury selection has started this week, and then the trial is set to start later this month. Hey, let's go back to Austin Butler as Elvis in this new tease. I looked at this uh, brief little clip. Well, yes, it looks sexy because it's young Elvis. Oh, yeah. So this this news didn't know it until this afternoon. But Baz Luhrmann, the director, tweeted out Elvis Monday yesterday. He said, make a little something to let your good people know we are taking care of business on June 24th, 2022. So Mm -hmm. the clip that Baz showed, it's Elvis standing at what looks like to be a carnival, also looks like to be the 68 comeback special, and then also perhaps wearing the jumpsuit that he wears, yeah. you know, Aloha L- from yeah. Hawaii. So it looks like, like they're going to be covering, covering his... Louisiana Hayride, which is the beginning, Elvis, uh, Vegas, the middle, and then right. the jumpsuit. But it looks... Mm. I love that guy, that Austin <laughs> Butler. He does. I just love him. And this is the same movie where Tom Hanks is going to be playing Colonel Tom Parker. Mm-hmm. So you, this has been in the works for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we, right. <laughs> but we're gonna I be, mean, remember he got COVID when they were filming it, the first COVID like, he was celebrity the first case. Celeb COVID. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was. And so it's kind of nice to see some of these projects that have been in the works for years and they've been delayed and that we're finally getting glimpses of the finished project. So yeah. exciting. And I love the clothes that it's the TCB, the way Elvis had it with the lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. The Memphis Mafia the, in full yeah. effect there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, happy Tuesday. Thanks, Holly. Thank that you. was good stuff. All right. Listen, we come back after we get some traffic. We're going we're gonna to get the study of duh. 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 This duh. is the study duh. of duh, duh. with noted duh. academic duh. journal skimmer, duh. Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows, knows that, though. Everybody knows Mike Kelly can't get rid of Tristan Thompson as she doesn't have to explain her booty to him. That is grand. Seriously, Lori's like, oh my gosh, you got to look She's at She's already spot. familiar with the terrain of the of the implants and everything. And, <laughs> you know, she doesn't have to explain. She doesn't have to be nervous about getting naked or anything oh, in front of anybody. And he's the father of her dad. And she really, you know, she doesn't really want to date. She just wants to have Who another does? baby. Yeah, Who, Who does? Yeah. Okay, here is the study. The churn and return, the uh, canceling and, and then renewing streaming ser- services, it's coming across every age group now. Okay? Oh, it's exhausting. Yeah, nearly half of Americans plan to cancel uh, subscriptions. They've just gotten Have out you of control. Ever, okay, I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I haven't canceled one thing. Yeah. Well, I sign up and then I... Whatever. In that way, the yeah. Gen Z uh, and the millennials are very good about canceling. And are they? Yes. I can't they, remember that. They're stuff. the king and queen of churn and return. They're the Gen Zers. Gen Z and 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 even some X, but yeah, millennials and Gen Z are pretty good about remembering it because who's you know, got time? Who has money? Millennials and Gen Z are going to watch their monies more than Baby Boom, Gen X, right. Gen Jones. Or, I wish yeah. it would watch mine more. It would. It's more meaningful. Those, the, sure. those here and there and of there course. and there, they add up. And all of a sudden you're going, what? I'm paying $40 a month in streaming crap? You know? 
So on anyway, top of my $225 a month on Comcast? Yeah, but there's... Seems like a lot. Yeah, no, people are just like, they've had it. Grant, give me all your passwords right now. That's right. <laughs> exactly. You're, you're a millennial. And give me everything. The streaming services know that. That, like, basically, at least half the people who have a streaming service, if they can share, if it's shareable, they will... People yeah. share 100%. Yeah. 100%, yes. Yeah. And I think they should allow us three people. Mm-hmm. Not in our household, for crying out loud. But how about this? One in ten Americans still use an antenna as their primary means of watching TV. I have TV. two neighbors who do this because yeah. they're sick of the cable. Yeah. Well, also, too, with if you have certain companies, like right now, a lot of them, you can't get NBC. That yes. is, what is the thing with, with DirecTV? Yeah, DirecTV, Mediacom, you can't get it. So you put the old, well, not bunny ears, the new style of a bunny ear up, and you can get NBC that you way. You can. It's a pain in the butt, Lori. And here's good news for KSTP and every other news TV station around this. People are still watching the news. 75% of viewers of all ages agree that having local news programming makes them feel more connected to what's going on in their town. They oh, want it. Yes, yeah. I agree. I catch it. I and, catch but it. But all ages, yep. that was kind of surprising. I'm glad about that. Yeah, me too. I'm glad about that because you do need to know what's going on in your local community. That's right. Okay, so how about this? Would you be surprised to tell if I told you that Americans face nearly... 30 scams a month. I'm looking at you, Jen Shaw, Salt Lake City housewife. <laughs> 30 scams a month. Okay, think about yourself. 30 seems high, but no. I could go for 10. No, Julia. 30. 30. I'm probably getting scammed and the other the other 20 have just gotten through. They're usually the average person is getting 10 email scams. Yep. N- at least nine bogus phone calls. I've, that has upped. Have, have you guys yes. noticed that? That has substantially been upped, and it doesn't. People like Jen Shaw, who they've got something yes. and they're selling it. Okay, and eight fishy texts a month, and this was a study that involved PH. millennials, two baby boomers. All right, and uh, two out of five people said they get eleven scam emails a month. And uh, 34% of people said they get scam phone calls more than 11 times a month because now phones will say scam, scam. potential spam or scam. Oh, yeah. Is that a new yes. thing? Yeah, it's a new thing. They also have a way that you can type in a certain number, and I'll have to check it out, where you can it helps block those calls from mm-hmm. coming in. But my parents were subject to this same thing about three weeks ago. Right. They got an email about their Apple account, and it had the Apple logo and everything, sure. and they haven't gone through the training yeah. we have and gave up their... All their password information, oh. gave them three of their credit cards, and oh, my parents Grant. had to go cancel their credit cards, yeah. and they thought they were just dealing with an Apple assistant, and it wasn't anybody. Yeah, this right. is this is the Because they've of- gotten very good that it looks like it's for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's... Because um, I almost fell for some stuff. Right. Know. And the, the, why do so many people fall for scams? What this, what this study found out is that... attributed to not having the time to stop and think through the scenario the scammer is throwing at them because people are very good in the scam world of scaring you. 100%. Again, you're going to lose access to your computer. It's going to shut up. This is what Jen Shaw has been accused of doing. Yeah. You get that targeting elderly people at home. With landlines. And I've gotten a ton of security things lately. You need to up your security. Yeah. You haven't renewed it. So not having the time, three out of ten say they get so scared of what the person is telling them. And most often they do 
almost 40% of the time they give them a credit or debit card and agree and sign up for something they don't even know or what, depending on what the scam is. Um, Like there's one scam like, oh, you can get a gift card every month. Oh, please. Yeah, I That know. sounds like a nightmare to me. Another thing to rot in but my Yeah, door. so there's just a lot of scamming yeah. going on. So, you know, if you've got a parent think- or you've got somebody in your life that's not that computer savvy or they might, you know, they might be lonely or they're picking up every single phone call, you need to have a conversation. I would with agree your with person. you. And the other thing that really, and it does, that's why I no tears shed for Jen Shaw. Think about... The fact that's that back to our first segment no, from our show today. But, she's a real housewife. These charges go back to 2012. Well, I know okay? she's been doing it for a long time. All the elderly people that she, she and Stu and their company have scammed. scammed. It's terrible. And people she don't should rat. Yeah, it's really terrible. Uh, that's why I was surprised that Heather, we're talking about Real Housewives of yeah. Salt Lake, the woman who's got, you know, who's been busted. Um, but Heather was so supportive of her. I'm like, how can you be so supportive of your friend who basically doesn't have any values that match yours? Yeah. That to me is... Well, she's obviously believing that Jen didn't know anything about it, which is probably going to be her defense, but that is not going wasn't to help. Me. Yeah, right. it wasn't me. Right. I mean, isn't that what everybody who gets... It, it wasn't me. Jeez. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. You know, I mean, it's like when you get uh, cheating. No, it wasn't me. There's no, you know, I mean, this is people's, you know, she's going to say that. But um, anyway, yeah. So we are facing a lot of scams a month. So talk to your people if oh, they all right. could fall for that. If you have T-Mobile or the current company that owns T-Mobile, you can dial 662 on your phone and that turns off scam. It helps prevent the calls from even getting through your phone. So you just dial 662, hit dial. And that will, if you have T-Mobile or the current who they have, who just bought them, that works for them as well. That's wow. the, right now, that's what I... Look at, that's, that's what cool. Lori has too. Yep. Yeah. So 662, dial that and you should be good to go. Cool. Yeah. Okay, Lori, I just have a little update because I just put in Jen Shaw. Yeah. Um, you know, and news. Mm-hmm. Her assistant, Stuart, could reportedly, is working on flipping on her. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And Bravo, that shady little Bravo, uh, two weeks ago... They had a thing where Jen and Stu went out snowshoeing. I saw that. And it had a very bonding conversation yes. on how long they've been together. And they're like family, but they're not family. So you know someone's flipping. And yeah, the squeeze is on Stu. Yeah. Because what he didn't, I'm sure he was his, he was her bitch. Well, that's what she would. That's what it looked like watching the show. But yeah, they were first assistant. But I would bet that she owns eighty percent of the company and owns twenty percent. So that's why. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in big trouble. This is good news, and I say it's a study of duh because um, uh, half of people over the age of seventy say they still feel younger than fifty. As older Americans enjoy their golden years, feel people feel the best parts of aging, including ha- include having more time to do what they want, enjoying retirement, and feeling younger than they are. As long as their knees and elbows and you know, yeah, as hips work. As long as all those things work, yeah. people feel younger than they are. I think that's kind of true I think for that's all been your universal. Life. I yeah. think it is. I think it hits you at a certain age. I think something I was reading last week was the age when we really start to think of our age is at 43. Mm-hmm. And then I I feel like, because most people I talk to, you know, I, I 
met this great group of women playing pickleball that are older yeah. than me. And they all feel like they're in their 30s and 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. You don't even really no, think about it. not at all. As long as you have access to limbs and joints that work. Right. You know what I mean? But people think... <laughs> I'm serious. People no, think about right. it up until 50, and then by the time you get but to 43 50... 43 even stop. Yeah, but by even by 50, you're like... So, you know, you're maybe freaking out, maybe not, but you're just like, whoa, how, how did this happen? Because when you're 25, 50 feels so far away. Oh, and of course my it is. word. Yeah. It's half of your, it's another lifetime yeah. away, actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. 662 to try yep. and get off the scam. Yep. All right. Listen, that's, that's, uh, that's what we got when we come back. We might have a contest and a giveaway. Yeah. We'll tell you when we come back. Thanks, Grant. Oh, my gosh. We have been so busy here. We really have. Today. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of, if you want to listen to, um, if you're a podcaster, um, and, you know, we podcast every day. Yeah. And wherever you find your podcast on the little icon, you can download any hour of our show that you want or all of it, depending on how that works for you. Also, you can find us on the MyTalk app, which is so easy to use and you can also register to win great things that we give away every month i know last month the big um yeti cooler was oh yeah oh my gosh people wanted that that thing was gorgeous it was sitting in the office for so long we're like who gets this we want it but anyway we um in our first hour talked with alan eskins about his great new book that was a fun interview and then in our second hour we talked about the tiny tim documentary that's going to be premiering on thursday night at the uh, minneapolis women's club and you can go to that and tickets are just 15 dollars. go to sue or just give the women's club a buzz and you can get tickets to that so just wanted to give those two things a shout out now we are giving away ah uh, tickets to fiddler on the rough right mm-hmm. i right. don't know is that thordway no it's at no Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Oh, I heard you wrong, Lori. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You are right. You're all ready to yell at me. I am. <laughs> I'm in a yelling kind are, of mood. Kind of. What the heck is that? I'm, again, I'm on like day five without my biotin pills, okay. which are for <laughs> hair, hair and nails. And on day three without the vitamin E. It really does affect you. And of course, I had this all ready to go. Are you going to make people play a game? I am, Lori, okay. but if I, that would require finding it. Okay, well, while you're finding it, may I just point out the most darling <laughs> photo of Olivia Wilde's kids dancing with Harry's mom at a Harry Styles concert. Oh, stop. So Can you cute. imagine? So, so cute. Otis and Daisy, they're seven and five. They were dancing at a Harry's show in San Diego. And they were just dancing the night away. The cutest moment was when Harry's mom was bopping around with Otis while... Um, he was singing What Makes You Beautiful. Oh, I love it. It's I mean, cute. how fun if your mom is dating a rock star. I know. And your dad is Ted Lasso. Yes, I exactly. Mean, we won We won the parent jackpot. All right, Grant, let's take college three and four okay. and get them on the phone and give us their names. And then we're going to play just a little a game. Guess, guess who, guess who. Mm-hmm. Very easy. Okay. And don't forget to tape Maury tomorrow because little Nas X promotional genius his episode is going to be on maury povich tomorrow and this is uh this is uh just a, he's a marketing genius yeah you know what he is Lori. he kind of is and so this is going to be for what again uh about was, his dancer lover boyfriend of two months who might have a child with someone else yeah 
<laughs> exactly. And whose baby is it anyway? It's who's not the Little baby Nas daddy? X, but, who's uh, the baby mommy? Yeah. Oh, right, Lori. It looks like, I mean, it just looks like all the hallmarks of a grimy old Maury Povich show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm funny. here for it. Okay, that's so funny. All right, Grant, do we have the names? We do. Julie was the third caller, and Courtney was our fourth caller. So okay. How, how are let's, we? let's start with Julie first, okay? So here's the question. Um, you know, we're giving away tickets to the opening night of Phil- Fiddler on the Roof at the Ordway, which is November 30th. Okay. So here is the question. Which one of, this is for you. Hi, Julie. Um, hi. All right. Which one of the following actors starred in the Broadway show Fiddler on the Roof? Betty White, Rue McClanahan, or B. Arthur? Oh. Um, I would guess. Ooh, one of them were in Fiddler? Yes. That's what I said. That's a good style tactic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I can't think of any well, of them. Well, just guess. I'm, I'm going to guess the Arthur. You're right. Woo! Julie, you are right. All right. I know it. So here's the deal. So B. Arthur... Um, was cast, and they didn't want to cast her yeah. in this. And so when she was a, steen, a scene stealer, so they um, went to Detroit to try out the play originally, and Jerry Robbins, who was the director of, of the director and choreographer of Fiddler mm-hmm. on the Roof, he came to... Um, Someone, not B. Arthur, but to someone who was her agent and said, uh, the play isn't about a matchmaker. It's about the other stuff. And so they minimized the B. Arthur character's role because she was such a scene stealer. Who are you going to take, Julie? Oh, boy, I don't know. Probably my husband. Have you seen Fiddler on the Roof? I have. I love it. Oh, this is great. Well, congratulations to you, hon, and Grant will get all your information. What about the other lady? She doesn't win anything. Okay, thank you. Lori Lori is what give the other lady a book or something or the other guy. Oh, all right. We already let her go. Well, if Courtney wants to call me back, I'll get her information. All right, and we can send some look at Lori, what about the other lady? I'm like, this one won Lori. Yeah, I know it. Well, I know. (laughs) We do have something for um, Courtney if she wants to call back. We'll find a little yacht near from our um, double white. Yes, love it. We're cleaning out. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you, Grant, for taking care of all that. Well, are you stressed, man? I'm like, I don't have another prize. Mm -hmm. Now, um, did you get a chance to look at this Don't Look Up, the trailer with Leonardo DiCaprio? No, tell me about it. You know, this is the one where Meryl Streep is the president and there's a there's an asteroid heading for Earth. Oh, please. I know. We don't like anything coming from the space. No, I know, <laughs> but it kind of looked good. There okay. are astronomers who are desperately trying to warn the U.S. government and civilians that a planet-killing comet is coming. I feel like Grant and I will like this because we like La Brea, we like these sort of things, but it right. actually looks good. It does? It does. All right. Meryl Streep is the president of the United States. Jonah Hill is her aid 
I think um, people are wishing this was the truth. Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> uh, she's got the kind of the nerdy bangs going on. Oh, you we know? saw her for this. Okay. And Leo is sort of, you know, looks like a pudgy kind of a, you know. He's Guy got a, like he is. He's got a pen protector in Oh, his yeah, pocket. like a pudgy nerd. Yeah, kind of. Like a PN. And Meryl Streep looks amazing. Awesome. All right. Well, that's okay. posted on our show page, right? It is. It is. All right. Kinda Thanks, fun. everybody, for hanging out with us. We will be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.